Welcome to Open Mind Industries Podcast, The Mind Unleashed. Sit back, relax, and unleash your mind. Check it, check it, check it, check it, check it, check it. Hey guys, welcome to episode 41. It has been a while. <laughs> it has. Uh, first of all, as we always do, let's give a few shout-outs to our supporters. The first one is going to be Lyft, the ride-sharing app. Use our code TMUP for, I believe, uh, 15, 20 bucks off your first couple rides. I might be wrong on that. I do apologize. Matter of fact, let me check it for you. I'll do a quick check. Uh, let's see. Let's go on their website real quick. And... I don't know why I'm doing this for you, but I'm going to make sure, because I'm not going to be a liar, on my podcast. We're going to go to Open Mind. I can tell you how long this has been in my life. Um, I believe, I believe, I believe. I should have our website, honestly, guys, on our, um... There we go. Just Pardon me, pardon me. Like I said, the offer code does change. I want to make sure that I'm correct for you guys. Gonna go to menu. Gonna go to our supporters. On the offer code. Looks popping up right now. No, I don't need lift. I want to. <laughs> it pops up. Lift, and I don't want lift. Use code. No, it won't. Oh my lord, it won't even let me. Check it out. Wow, that's new. Anyway. <laughs> I lied. <laughs> anyway, guys, I believe it's $5 off uh, your first couple rides. It should be around the, the 10 to 20 range. I might be wrong. Like I said, the code does change weekly. That was weird. I hopped into the app. And it did some weird stuff. And it was like, no, you want to go here? No, I don't want to go here. I wanted to find out what the code is for these lovely people who listen to the podcast and watch the podcast. Um, anyway, type in our code TMPP. And that should give you guys a few bucks off your first couple rides with Lyft. Also, if you're looking to get a home on the market or you have some really good cinematic footage for a property, for a film, for a short film, check out CAS. CAS is Cinematic Aerial Services. What Daniel does is goes around with his D, uh, DJI drone and he does some amazing drone shootings he does weddings corporate events comedy things um photo touch-ups for your properties um you know just if you're trying to get your home or house on the market for your clients he's the one you want to check out he's going to be charging you guys 179 dollars per property that's a really good deal use our code omi and he'll do that deal for you guys to hook you up he just actually got help somebody out Get a home on the market and sold. It looked really, really good the way he uh, did some adjustments for her and her brochure. And the house got sold, so wonderful for him and her. Uh, also, please check out Weiss Productions. Weiss Productions is a wedding company who does wedding photography. And what he does is he does corporate events, weddings. He makes it look beautiful. He's been traveling a lot to different weddings and getting them done professionally. Really, really budget-friendly. Use our code OMI and you'll get 20% off when you book your next package with him. And God, you're not going to regret using that package. Also, please check out Strava Law. Strava Law hooked us up with our trademark and uh, took care of us and got our stuff done. We are now registered with the USPTO. 
So it's really cool. I have him as a trademark and branding attorney to protect our brand or stuff like that. And it's been amazing and I'm grateful for him. And a huge shout out to Stravin Law. Also, please check out Angie Connors. Angie Connors has been hooking up with our home up in Mount Dora, Florida. Um, just a few more months, we should be in that home, hopefully. We'll see what happens. You know, still waiting. But check out Angie Connors. Links will be down below in the description. Also, if you want to support the podcast in any way, please use our Patreon link. You can donate a dollar. That's all I'm asking. You'll get credit. And you'll get a few things. I don't know what to put in our Patreon. I don't want to charge you guys for something that, you know, you're getting for free. But anything to help me out, keep our budget and stuff like that would be amazing. Because I want to do some more videos. I want to do some more 3D printing stuff. I want to help you guys. I want to do all this good stuff. But it's hard to do it when you have minimum funds coming in. Anyway, let's go to the podcast. This is going to be very geek-oriented. It's been a while. Uh, I've been wanting to do this for... A vein is popping out of my forehead. I have no idea fucking why. Coffee? What did you do to me? Um... If you hear some noises, I've got the fan going on over here, and then I have the MacBook Pro editing uh, episode 40. You can tell how long it's been for me not doing a damn podcast. Um, but this one's going to be very geek-oriented, very gaming-oriented, because I have a few games that I want to discuss with you guys. And some Star Trek nerdy news. We all know. We've all seen it. Patrick Stewart has signed on to be Picard once again. Holy shit. Really excited about that. And my thing is, I was talking with Michael the other day when I was beating God of War, and uh, I literally spent a couple of days literally just fucking around God of War, fighting through it, really punching through the thing. I had to literally go on YouTube a little bit to find out some, you know, hidden on how the hell do I beat this guy. Because I was getting a little frustrated in some areas. I'm like, oh crap, I, you know, what buttons do I hit? Or is there a secret freaking code I need to punch in? Or, you know, what's this sequence? And it really wasn't any, just... F him up, fuck him up, punch him, kick him, punch him, kick him, dodge, learn the, um, learn the rhythm, learn the rhythm of, you know, what these, what these, uh, characters were doing, so it's like, learn the rhythm, same thing as, like, in the second son, like, you had to learn her rhythm, like, the end boss was like, she would go this way, she would go left, then you'd jump, and then you'd go left way, and then this way, and then she would spin, she'd learn from what you were doing, and then fucking, oh, it was, it was, it was insanity, insanity. And that's where I felt like God of War was. I had it on just easy, and I was like, right on normal. And I always play games on normal. And then I, the only game I actually ended up putting on hard, I believe, was Uncharted 4. Because I was like, let me really sit down and play this for a week and see what happens. And I'm like, oh my god. And uh, loved it. Loved playing it on hard. It really gave me a good balance of story and then funness. And I, I really was like, this game! You know, but I, I loved it. Um... What was I telling about? Shit, I'm losing track of my brain here. Um, yeah, so I ended up beating God of War and just loving the hell out of it. But I was talking about Picard. That's right. So I was talking with Mike, and I hopped on because he was pretty much playing Destiny uh, Destiny 2. He's been back into that again. Because he already beat, we already beat Far Cry and shit like that. So Picard, back as Picard, you know. Or John Luke, Picard. Patrick Stewart, Sir Patrick Stewart, back as Picard. I am rambling. Um, but yeah, we started talking about it, and it's it's been all over the news, and IGN, and all these companies, and all of a sudden I was like, holy shit. I was telling Mike about it, Mike was like, have you heard? And I'm like, what, Patrick Stewart coming back as Picard? And Mike keeps forgetting that I'm a Star Trek fan, especially a TNG fan. Um, I did watch the original series, I don't know what the hell that was, that was weird. Um, 
watch the original series over and over again. I have it on Netflix. I watch it. I watched uh, Next Generation. Wasn't really a big fan of Voyager. I'm not really a big Voyager. I mean, I love, love Janeway to death. Um, Deep Space Nine, not so much. My my girlfriend, her uncle worked on Deep Space Nine as a cast member. So he was a grip and stuff like that. And he did a lot of stuff on the set for them for DS9. Deep Space Nine. And, um, because I think she actually has this crew jacket at her in Colorado. So she was, like, telling me about it. She was, like, geeking out about it. Anyway, she's a big Janeway fan. But Patrick coming back as... Picard. And the thing that I kind of told Michael was like, you know, what Picard is he going to be? Is he going to be an admiral? Is he going to be this? And Mike started to like, just stop listening to me talk, like, babble about it. I was like, well, on TNG, he finally retired, went back to France, you know, Jordy meets him at the end of it, and they just start going over all these old missions that they were on together and stuff like that. And Patrick's got a long beard, and he's just, you know, his old high. He looks like, a, kind of like Gandalf, pretty much, from Lord of the Rings. And, you know, they're talking and stuff like that, and they're saying, you know, it's been a hell of a run, we went through all this stuff, you know, I can't believe you retired, you know, what are you, what are you doing now, Jordy? Jordy's like, you know, I'm kind of retiring too, but I've been kind of on leave, I wanted to see you, and stuff like that. So I don't know how Patrick's going to play in the new one, but I'm super excited, you know, he's probably going to be an admiral, he's not going to be just a cameo either, what they're saying is he's actually going to be in it. And um, it's funny, because I was telling Mike about Patrick Stewart. You know, from Nerdist and stuff like that, because I listen to Nerdist and a few other... Well, Idiot now is called Idiot. ID10T. And uh, when he had Will Wheaton and then Patrick on, stuff like that, when Chris Hartwick had them on. And Patrick says it all the time, says it in many YouTube videos, that he, um, pretty much when he got into Star Trek, when Season 1, you can even tell in Season 1, he really didn't... He was just very, like you said, he was very theater. He wasn't jokative. He was very stern with his character. He didn't know, you know, this, that, and the other thing. Because he came from the Royal Shakespeare Company, and he was just like, you know, Jonathan Francis and everybody else was fucking Gates McFadden. All those guys were just fucking around. Brent Spiner were all fucking around on set. When they would say cut between sets, they'd be fucking around, having fun, and just really enjoying, you know, the run. And <laughs> I remember Patrick one day, like, I guess, I guess they... Run take whatever, take three or take four, but one scene, and Patrick just fucking lost it. This is what he said. And he went, you know, how dare you guys, we're getting paid to do a job, and you're busy fucking around, and we're trying to get this done. And and Deepa looked at Patrick and told him to lighten up, and he just went, he just fucking ran off and just, you know, huffed and puffed and stuff like that. And then uh, he didn't realize, like, you know, this is what a set is, you know, what a film set is. And that was because he came from the Royal Shakespeare Company, where it's like this point A, point B, point C. There's really no deviation between takes, and there is really no takes. You're performing in front of a live crowd, blah, blah, blah. But then he said by, you know, mid-run of season one, he started kind of loosening up the people. He started being, started having fun. And he started kind of like realizing what everybody was kind of like loving about it. Because you don't know when your run's going to end. You don't know if the pilot's going to take off. You don't know... If you're going to get renewed for season two, you know, and it's really hard. I like to talk to a friend right now. He's working on his podcast and he, he's kind of like running out of things to say. And he's just like, I don't know if I want to keep going with this. I'm enjoying it, but I don't know who to talk to next. I don't know what my style is should be. It's a podcast. You want anything you want do it, you know, just keep going. But like Patrick said, he said, um, you know, we, I think it was mid of season one or season two. He started getting like season two. He started goofing off. He started having fun. He started smiling. He started laughing. Because he realized it was fun. It was a fun job. 
You know, it's like I get to pretend to be a captain of a, a, a spaceship, and we're going on these crazy adventures through space, and we're meeting all these new characters. <laughs> the one thing he did say, he was like, the funny part, like, I think between takes, like, if um, LeVar Burton would fall asleep behind his visor, because nobody could really tell. <laughs> That's the only way that they knew one day, because they're like, LeVar was like, it was a long-winded speech, I think apparently Patrick Stewart had to say. And, uh... All of a sudden, they heard uh, LeVar Burton, like, snoring behind his visor. That's the only way they did they, they fell asleep. And then there was one that Patrick Stewart, like, is there anything that we'll never see? Because he told Chris Hardwick, is there anything we'll never going to see, you know, that we, you guys could have caught on film? Or He's like, well, he's like, I don't know where the film is. You'll, you'll never see the light of day because it, like, it either got burned or destroyed or something like that. He's like, but, you know, there's the blue screen where me and Jonathan Franks are sitting there, and we're supposed to, like, you know, and I, I'm giving this, you know, telling this guy about all this shit, and then this alien's supposed to pop up on the monitor, on the, you know, blue screen, screen, and Jonathan Franks and me are just standing there doing this, scene, and all of a sudden, and they're like, the alien says something like, you're gonna die, or some shit like that, prepare to be boarded, and Patrick Stewart jumps into his arms, Jonathan Franks' arms, and goes, hop, hop, we're all gonna die, and I was like, oh my god, I would live to see that any day of the week, seeing... Patrick Stewart, the way he is, and Jonathan Franks, the way he is, just holding him in his arms, and oh my god, ah, oh, that would have been so brilliant, and Chris Hardwick, like, lost it on his podcast, and look for it, it's on, it's on, uh, it's on Nerdist, look for ID, ID10T, because it's not under Nerdist anymore, it's ID10T under the Apple podcast thing, or anywhere you guys can hit your pods, you know, it's, it's on there, but listen to the Patrick Stewart one, because he, like, he makes fun of Will Wheaton, you can just see how much playful he is, but he, um, I thought it was beautiful. I just thought how beautiful, like, you know, seeing him come back and, like, found, like, it's like Star Trek really is, like, what he's known for here in the U.S., you know, but over in England, has been in the Royal Shakespeare Company. He's in a lot of uh, theater shows. He's very in the theater. Um, he's just like Hugh Jackman. Hugh Jackman's a very, very in the theater. And I love going on Facebook and watching uh, <clears throat> uh, Hugh Jackman and Ian McKellen, like, just talk on the Graham Norton show. It was on Facebook and I was watching. I started laughing my ass off because Ian McKellen is just Ian McKellen. He's just so fucking cool. But seeing Patrick and Stuart and Ian McKellen just talk and just about like things that they've done or shows. But I think Ian McKellen also said like you know he was talking to Hugh Jackman and Hugh Jackman was like yeah I was at like the theater and, and uh, you were there before I was but I want to thank you because he was talking to Ian McKellen and he was like he's like I got your your dressing room. And Ian's like my dressing room. Oh honey if I knew it was you I would have left something there for you. <laughs> The Jew, um, it was so beautiful. And Ian McKellen's awesome, and uh, but yeah, like who who is Patrick Stork gonna be? Who's he gonna play? Who's Jean Luc going to be? He's been gone for so long, you know. Has he come out of retirement from France? Has he stopped making wine? Is his vineyard doing well? You know, these are the questions that I was telling Mike. I was like, and Mike was like, God damn, dude, you kind of know your shit. I was like, not really. I'm just kind of a nerd about it, you know. It's like John, you know, Patrick Stork coming back, and I talked about like. Patrick Stewart was in Logan, and Logan, I look and love fucking Logan. I'm a huge, huge Wolverine fan. My girl worked for AMC at the time, and uh, I remember she snuck me in for like two... Well, yeah, her people that worked there, they were like, Logan's coming out, so I saw the thing, and she was like, is there anything you want in the theater? Can we have to throw it out? And I wanted the Logan. It's huge fucking Logan. Uh, cardboard cutout, you know, with him running. And all I wanted was that. And I'm like, oh my god, I don't want the huge. I can't. That can't fit in my room. But I want, I want the letters, or I want like I want like a poster or something. So she ended up 
getting the letters for me, sticking them in her car, and then I guess the girl, like, he has his daughter in the armor, and they're running because the claws are out, and one of her, I guess one people had Anne or Anne, one of the girls had it, and she's like, she didn't know where to stick it, and my girl's like, do you want it, do you want it, I was like, yeah, I want it, I never ended up getting it, so I don't know what the hell it is now, but, uh, I have the letters, and I have a huge a poster of Logan, so it's like him with the claws out, just like, in, in the, you know, dusk and stuff like that, which is fucking badass, but I'm a huge Logan man, but seeing Patrick Stewart and, uh, uh, the Hugh Jackman do it together, yeah, do them be together, and seeing Xavier, like, just dying and going Nova and just all this shit, but, uh, the way Patrick sort of said, he said when I was on set with doing Logan, I would do CBDs or, can't, like, I would smoke weed, I would smoke a lot of weed because it helped me with my, uh, muscles and stuff like that, I was in so much fucking pain, um, I, if it wasn't for marijuana, I, I wouldn't be moving, you know, I'd be, I'd be, I'd be in so much agonizing pain, but it helps out with my, my, um, pain, muscles, and stuff like that, you know, and stuff like that, and I thought that was cool that he was speaking very open about it, because it's, CBDs and shit like that are really, really good for those who need it, um, but Michael didn't even know that, he was like, oh yeah, I was like, I don't know if Patrick's gonna be on set on his Star Trek smoking weed or whatever, or like eating edibles, or doing what he does, just sticking himself into the character, I mean, he's not, he's not a very physical, physical job anymore, you know, but he's, you know, Patrick's hitting his, hitting his 70s. You know, and he's just like, man, he's like, I'm not a young man like I used to be anymore. <laughs> but we'll see. We'll see what Picard becomes, you know. We'll see what happens with that. But I'm super stoked and excited. And Mike kind of, it blows his mind. Because every time he, like, we talk about Star Trek, uh, he keeps forgetting that I'm a fan. So, because I know that he had, like, a Star Trek shirt. He has the original Star Trek emblem and stuff like that. And he forgets that I watch Star Trek, too. So, um, Star Trek, TNG is, like, my go-to. I always love the Borg. The Borg are, like, my favorite, uh favorite villains, I always thought they were really cool, because they simulate, I loved always the uh, armor, I was at a con, and they had all the, my buddy Trent, uh, invited me to one of the cons, and they had all of these Star Trek stuff, and I went over, and I saw the display cases, and the one thing I saw were the board costumes, and I was like, oh my god, it's so cool, and there's some people walking around from other countries, and, like, dressed as Borg, so, it's pretty cool to talk with them, and see how they put their suits together and shit, and, like, how big fans they are. It doesn't matter what kind of fan you are, as long as you can understand it and love it, and uh, you guys can all nerd out together, it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a brilliant experience for everybody, because everybody gets to get smile, and you get to enjoy their work, and people like when you stop them and go, hey man, that's pretty cool work. It's awesome, it's awesome like that. Um, but yeah, I mean, that's pretty much the news for Patrick Stewart, and my geekism for that, I'm super excited. I keep on holding up a uh, firing of YouTube once in a while to like, well, listen to some music and stuff like that. It's like, so this is for you, Patrick Stewart gets emotional, blah, 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 Star Trek, Star Trek, you know, Khan, blah, blah, blah. it's like, okay, cool, like, I've already saw that, I already watched all of it, it was pretty cool, see him getting emotional, but it's a big role, it's this iconic role that he, he designed, and he built, and if you watch the Gene Roddenberry, like, you know, or watch the Captains, too, because I think, uh, um, uh, shit, Shatner did a, a documentary called The Captains, watch that, because Patrick Stewart, he interviews all the Captains from all the Enterprises and shit. Patrick talks about his life and how he got into acting and um, shit like that. And his mom, his parents, and his father was an abusive person. And he donates to, um, you know, battered women's shelters and shit like that. Which I didn't know. I didn't even know his life was like that. But he was super fucking cool. And <laughs> I thought that. It was pretty awesome to see what his life's kind of like and what actors' lives are kind of like. Um, with the roles and how they portray them and how they design them. You know, you're given a script, but you need to design the character. You know, you're told where to go down, but you're the one that... Eventually, you build the character, um, but, uh, you know, that's how it goes, um, anyway, 
let me get chatting about my gaming. So, as you guys know, I've played Detroit uh, Become Human, and uh, fucking loved it. Gonna play it again. Um, just really, really loved it. I saw Mike and David about it, and they're gonna be playing it sooner or later. They're gonna wait for the price to go down a little bit. But the game that I've been mostly focused on is fucking God of War, man. Like, I literally, I went to work, and a buddy of mine um, was like, you know, you need to start, you know, do you have it? I was like, yeah, yeah, I got it. And he's like, dude, you need to finish up God of War so bad. Let me iterate something that it's kind of like, what the fuck? At the same time, it's like, okay, we don't... Game developers are like now getting bitched at for many multiple things. Is your UI good? Is your gameplay good? Is how many hours is it? Is there things to do? Oh, have we invested enough money? Is there DLC? You know, uh, EA, you know, is fighting that. One game I really could not complete, and I really thought I would complete it. I probably will later on. I have it. I'm a huge Mass Effect fan. I got my fucking own N5 in my fucking arm with my Gears of War, you know? I even showed it to Mark Muir, who does the voice of Commander Shepard, and he was like, wow, that's pretty much a commitment. You know, I didn't put the N7, I put my N5, because I'm, you know, never, I have all my shit's 5. I like 5, so I made my own, like, N5, because N7, you know, N7 armor, or shit like that. So, it's N5. Um, but it just shows you how fucking a fan I am, and it's like, with God of War, it's like, you paid that fifty nine ninety nine, and it was just so fucking well worth it. It was just too, in my mind, too much fucking gameplay. Too much. Was it too much? Yeah, 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 a bit too fucking much. Because you're like, okay, I want to unlock this. I want to get 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 this. But Sony Santa Monica really knew how to. And Michael, we were finishing up, um, I believe, Far Cry 5. And he never played a Far Cry game before in his life. So he's like, really haven't played Far Cry, but I keep hearing nothing but good things. And then, like, he was playing it by himself and he wasn't really enjoying it. And then I logged into his game and he was like, oh, wow, this is so much better. This is, like, so much better. This is like everything I wanted it to be. Because you can play co-oply. And then like Santa Monica, Sony Santa Monica. They just, that had so much, Far Cry had so much shit in it. We had to like beat it super fast. You know, because Michael's like, okay, God of War's coming out. He's like, I don't know if you're getting a copy, but I'm already getting a copy. Like I've already got it pre-ordered. Me and David already got it pre-ordered on our, our system, so we're going to get it. And um, I fired it up, man. Day one, I'm like, oh, this is a pretty cool cutscene. It wasn't a fucking cutscene. It was the opening menu. It was like, tap this button. Bang, 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 bang. You're chopping down a fucking tree. And you, you go put in the boat. And the game was just so well put together. There was so much meat on the bone. That I was just like, oh god, I want to explore. Oh god, I want to do that. It didn't force me in some areas. Like, Detroit Become Human kind of forces. You felt rushed, but urgency. The, the urgency of like, okay, you have urgency to do this done. You know, you can't really explore the game. It's It's... It's open, don't get me wrong, but there's urgency to you to get shit done. It's, it's, you know, uh, uh, the, the girl's kind of getting cold, and you don't know if she's going to fucking die because she's a, a human, and you don't know that. You know, you don't know how long, much longer you got. Like, what if I do, what if I wait here for, like, five more minutes? What's this character going to do? Uh, you know, it, it's, it's insane. Let me text somebody back just really quick. Texting back, somebody. Casting.
I'm sorry for the weirdness to the end. Just like, I'm having fun with you guys because I haven't had it done on episode 40 in a while. Episode 41 now that this is. And you guys are like, what the fuck is he doing? Are you up for gaming? In an hour or so? Um, now I do that. Um, but yeah, man, so much meat on the bone. There was so much stuff to do. There just need to be DLC. But the problem with God of War, I thought it was just like, holy shit, you know, uh, you can, you, spoilers, 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 you finally get the blades back. You finally go through Kato Kratos' life. You finally, um, there's a lot of things to do. There's a lot of side quests, a lot of meat on the bone, a lot of, uh, a lot of things to rank up. I'm glad that Sony Santa Monica learned a lot of shit from the previous God of Wars. Surprisingly, I told Mike, I said, you know, I didn't see much nudity. There was barely any nudity in the game. And he was like, yeah, he's like, you know, that's because, you know, Kratos is kind of getting older, and he's got a kid now, and the wife's passed away, and shit like that. You know? Uh, and I was like, man, they really focused. You know, I always thought all the other God of Wars were like, they were great. Don't get me wrong, they were really fucking good. I mean, they were good. I mean, there were a lot of sex and just nudity. But that was like Kratos' behind life. But this one, they really focused on story uh, gameplay, uh, user interface, like, everything was just super fucking polished, um, and the game really wanted you to explore in certain areas of, like, okay, you want to go here, you want to go here, the de level of detail and just the clarity of the game, and, uh, I was like, holy shit, man, this game was just so good, and then finding out, you know, later with the kid, and the, the son, oh my god, Atreus, I wanted to punch him in the fucking face a couple times, just you know, how the hell do you think you are? Da 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 da. It's like, and yeah, everybody keeps telling Kratos, you know, does he know you're a god? Does he know he's a god? You know, Kratos is like, no, I'm gonna hold that from him. And finally, he has to tell him, boy, I am a god. You're a god. You know, and he just loses his fucking mind. He's like, oh, I'm a god. I'm better than anybody. And the kid just loses his fuck. So the, the char even the character speaking and development of the character. And in the gameplay, like, getting into, like, some of the, the fighter shit, you know, Atreus being a little dick in some areas, you're just like, mmm, hate this, but I like this at the same time, I want to punch this fucking kid. And he's like, you don't know anything, you don't fucking know anything. It's like, dude, I'm the god of war. I am the god of war. And then he finally tells him, does he know what you really are? Does he know who you really are? And, uh, he tells him, you know, he's going to the like, sequence where you chose you killing fucking Zeus. You know, and it's insanity kills, you know, his father. And he says, you know, I killed my father, you know, so don't tell me what I don't know. And, you know, don't tell me this. And it's like, he's telling Atreus, I'm the god of war. I am the god of fucking war. You have no idea what I've been down. I don't want you to turn into me. We are our own person. We don't need to be what they tell us we need to be. You know, we're gods. But we can be our own gods. We don't have to 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 uh, relive the past. You know, we don't have to relive, you know, remake history to be, you know, because they want us to do. We do what we we what we do. Who we we are, who we want to be. You know, and it's just like, wow, that's some pretty deep shit. So you get towards the end of the game, you know, and you finally spread the ashes. You know, and you're just like, holy shit. The cool thing about um. The ending was, though, it didn't fucking just go to an ending. It, all the people came up, all the developers came up. It was a beautiful cut ending, you know, ending. And it was them talking and then going back down the stairs and meeting uh, 
getting the head and stuff like that, talking, you know, and all the people, directors and creditors and uh, people who put the UI. And it was like, okay, now you can kind of go back and explore the game some more because there's so much meat on the goddamn bone. And a lot of game companies are like, how much meat can I put on the bone? I mean, most people want, they want a 17-hour gameplay, just a gameplay alone. That doesn't include your side quests. That doesn't include, you know, finding things to make the game easier for you. Updating your weapons, updating this, updating that. It's like, oh my god. But God of War, man, it can, it can, it will steal your soul. It literally will steal your soul if you're looking to get all the achievements, everything upgraded, you know, doing all the side quests, doing all the, getting all the weapons, getting all this gun, everything. I was just like, oh my goodness. But that game really fucking, really, really did it. It was just, oh my god. I couldn't believe how well the studio did well you know, with that game, and I was like, I was talking to Daniel and Mike, I was like, you know, I don't want to feel rushed, I kind of want to get everything, they're kind of like, I hate to tell you this, but you kind of need to go through the story, you kind of just need to play the story, and everything will unlock for you, you know, you'll, you'll unlock a lot of, you know, the chests and stuff like that, which is true, there's a lot of hidden easter eggs around the game, there's a lot of sequential things you need to do to unlock experience, I thought the one cool side quest that I did do was, we had to collect this dude's bones, and he's like, hey, if you collect these bones, you know, I'm a dead spirit, uh, you can speak with your wife again. He can speak with his mother again. And the dead spirit, you know, so you go around, you finally find all the bones, you know, around the area. And you're like, and Kratos is talking to Atreus, and he's like, you know, what would you tell her? And he was like, I would tell mom that we've been on all these cool quests, and we've done this, and we've done that, and we've done this, you know. And what would you tell mom? And he was like, I don't know, you know. So Kratos kind of, you know, Kind of hits him. He's like, okay, you know, I'm a human. Still, I loved her. Atreus thinking he never loved, you know, the wife, but he's like, oh, you, you, you did love me. So, you get there, you drop off the bones, and he's like, your wish is my command. And he kind of like fucks with you. He's like, arise, Mike, because he brought back the bones to the witch. He didn't even know it was a witch. I'll bring back. He's like, he's gonna honor your deal. Come to find out, these fucking witches characters pop up, and you gotta fucking kill them. It was a crazy thing, and. uh you know, Kratos tells them after they kill him, you know, they kill all the fucking things they need to kill. He goes, well, we learned a lesson, you know, to be very wary. He said, will we do that again? He's like, well, we learned. I'm teaching you, you know, to, you know, be very wary or be cautious of your, of your, of your journeys, your travels. You know, there's some people that are good, some people that are bad. You know, you know, it is what it is. Um, but man, I, I, that game just stole my soul. The next game I'm going to be trying is uh, Horizon Zero Dawn. I know, I know, everybody's been telling me, oh my god, you got to play fucking Horizon Zero Dawn. So, PlayStation had it on the store for about $19.99. I went to Amazon, it was still like 30 30 40 bucks on there, I don't know why. For the disc version, I tried finding the digital version, but I went on PlayStation, got the digital version, so I don't have to like put a disc in a window like that. It's kind of nice not getting it, but it's not nice when you need to re-download your games or whatever you need to do. Um, anyway, um... What was I gonna say? Yeah, anyway, um, I fired it up, and I'm just like, already, I'm like, oh my god, holy shit, this is really looking good. And Michael and David, like, get ready for you to be pulled aside for, for quite a while. You're probably gonna love every minute of this. And, uh, so, I'll be my beginning journey of that. Uh, in the coming weeks, we'll talk about that. And, what time, how much more minutes we have in the podcast? Whew, yeah, I'm gonna probably cut this podcast kind of short for you guys. Um, but I'll be talking about that game. I'm going to be talking about getting some friends on the podcast. Me and Marie still need to set up, um, 
some our next podcast. He's been so busy with the kids and stuff like that, and he's all the way in the Netherlands. So we're trying to get Terminator Two, uh, No Fate Part Two done. We're just trying to get everybody together. Also, trying to get Mom on the podcast. She's been kind of busy with her stuff and stuff like that. She wants to sit down and talk a little bit. Also, a friend of mine, Ben Patton, will be on hopefully sometime shortly. Uh, I'm going to be having my friends on to talk about some gaming stuff and some nerdy stuff with some ladies. Because girls like the game too. Why not have some awesome people on? We can nerd out and giggle out and stuff like that. And uh, yeah, I'm gonna try to keep these going as much as I can. I know I'm, you know, paying for a monthly subscription with Lipson is not a bad idea if you're getting into podcasting. And I'm trying to teach a friend with that because he's like, he likes to pay for everything free. And I'm glad I went to Lipson because it goes out to all the areas. But I want to give you guys quality podcasting too. I don't want to give you shit. Um, but it is what it is. I do my best that I can do. Um, but, yeah, it's just been a while. I'm going to try to get these up every week, um, just, you know, do my thing. And I'm sorry this one was a rambler, but it was fun. It was my gaming one. Uh, I am looking into a new pair of headphones, too. I don't know what I want to get next. I really don't. It's so fucking hard when you go into, like, Amazon or Best Buy and you're like, I want a pair of good gaming headphones. Well, which one do you want? Do you want Turtle Beach? Do you want Astros? Do you want, you know? And I got a pair of good turtles, but the problem is they hurt my... Right here, my glasses, I push in here. So if anybody has a good suggestion of what I kind of should use, or um, nothing overly expensive, I need it to uh, be wireless, but there, I do have to sort of each has a connector to it. Into it. Um, but I'm looking for more comfortable headphones to wear when I'm gaming and stuff like that. My friends, obviously. Um, but if anybody has a suggestion, my budget's around probably about $100 or. Hundred to ninety dollars. I mean, I don't want to go overly expensive. But the ones I got now are like ninety bucks. They were like two hundred dollars headphones, but I still love them. I think I might just put do padding on them or something like that. I might that might actually help my uh, thing here. Turtle Beach seems to be going down a drain now with their the way the product's built though, because uh, cheap plastic actually cracked a little bit. And I had to still really glue some plastic and get them back together. But they work great. I mean, they're great headphones. Uh, anyway, I'm gonna sign off. I'm gonna edit this podcast. Get it up. Strive for the rambling. But if you guys want me to talk about some gaming news or you just want to hop in for a gaming chat, feel free to drop in. Leave me a, a comment on the uh, YouTube page or hit us up at openmindindustry.gmail.com or hit up our site. And also, we have a GoFundMe going on because I'm trying to get new computers. If you guys hit our GoFundMe up, it's on our uh, Facebook page. Um, feel free to donate. What I'm doing uh, for that is I'm... Uh, Pretty much offering my 3D printing services. If you donate, you know, a certain amount, uh, it helps covers the build time. Uh, I do put a little trinkets in there because build time and stuff like that then it takes a little bit longer than usual. But I'm willing to give a bit of a discount to help out with your work and stuff like that. You're a cosplayer or something like that. And you you got models that you need built. I'm willing to get them printed for you and get them done and ask you your door for you. And hopefully get some new clients because uh, I do have a client. Uh, has been talking with me now. He wants to get some RC car stuff printed out, so pretty cool to be talking with people and getting back into this. Uh, or just leave us a voicemail. You know, you, our numbers all online stuff like that. Anyway, guys, thank you so much. I will be on later this week. I'm gonna try to get these done weekly. It just takes a lot of fucking time editing and putting these through. But it's just me kind of being lazy because I really have nothing better to talk about. But podcasting doesn't have to be about anything. Listen to a guy talk about couponing the other day. Pretty funny. Anyway, guys, have an awesome one. Keep an open mind. Have a great week. I'll talk to you later this week. Have a good one.